We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Open your Bibles to Hebrews, the 10th chapter. I want to read from verse 23. Paul says, Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. Now notice, Paul says, let us hold fast the profession or confession. This word profession can be translated confession. It is the same word that's translated confession in other parts of the New Testament. So he said, hold fast the confession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. Now you notice, if he's instructed us to hold fast to it, then it is possible that we could lose it. And we need to understand that. I don't think that in any other time that I can remember in the last two decades has faith been under siege like it is now. By books and people over radio and television fighting the faith message and the confession message and what we call the word of faith message. Faith is under siege, the faith of Abraham. If it had been in Abraham's day, I'm sure that it had been the same way because he had some of the same problems, I'm sure, when he went around saying that he was the father of nations when he was 99 years old and didn't have the promised child. But he called things that were not as though they were, until they were. And it seems that in the day that we live that people have thought they are called of God to come out against God's word and the faith message. But I want you to know that it's not a time to back off from the faith message and try to appease the critics, but it's time to dig in and hold fast to that which we know. I know of several individuals that taught the word of faith for several years. Then in the last few years, they've backed off of it and unpreached it for two years. It's a shame. And Paul said, let us hold fast our profession of faith, or confession of faith without wavering, for he is faithful that is promised. Yes, faith is under siege, but thank God the word of God has been blasphemed before, and there's people stood against it before, but God's word will always prevail. It's not a time for us to back off the word of God. It's time to learn more of how to deal with the situations that we face in life by faith. Now, I know that someone may have said, well, you know, oh, no, not another message on faith. Yeah, another message on faith. And if you said that, you're probably the one that needs to hear it the most. Because faith cometh by hearing and hearing and hearing. It didn't say faith cometh by having heard. So if we're to hold fast to our confession of faith, then it's possible that we could lose it. It's possible that we could get involved with all of the other things of life and the criticism and back off from what we know to be true. I want you to turn with me over to Matthew's Gospel, the 17th chapter. We want to talk to you about faith that doubts not. How to have faith and not doubt. Now you know that sounds like a paradox when you say faith and doubt not. 
But let's start here in the 17th chapter, the 14th verse. And when they were come to the multitude, there came unto him a certain man, kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is lunatic and is vexed, and oft times is fallen into the fire and into the water. And I brought him to thy disciples, and they could not cure him. Now I want you to notice the words of this man. I brought him to thy disciples, and they could not cure him. Now I wrote in my Bible, they did not cure him. They could have cured him. They could have got him delivered, but they didn't. Because they had faith, all right, but they doubted. Now I want you to notice something. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. And Jesus rebuked the devil or the demon, and he departed out of the man, and the child was cured from the very hour. Now from this passage of scripture, it is not clear whether it happened instantly or not. It's very possible that it started that hour and he was totally delivered within the hour. One other of the Gospels says that when Jesus spoke to the demon, that he fell to the ground as one dead. Now see, Paul said, hold fast to your confession of faith. In other words, don't be moved off of it because of circumstances of life. So many people, when they face the circumstances of life that does not agree with what they've confessed or what the Word of God said, they get nervous and they back off the Word of God. You see, there's so many people that have faced things. And because of something they experienced, they backed off the Word of God and said, Well, you know, I guess that's just not true. Well, they knew it was true a few weeks before. But you see, what changed their mind was an experience they had. The Bible doesn't say faith cometh by experience. It comes by hearing the Word of God. See, you're going to have experiences in your life that does not agree with the Word of God. I had someone say to me not long ago, well, I prayed for somebody and they died. So I'm not going to pray for any more. I said, well, join the club. What did that have to do with it? Jesus said, believers shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Now, what you experienced did not change the word of God. Whatever has happened in another ministry didn't change the word of God, not one bit. All the adverse publicity on television and the news media in the last several months has not changed God's word, not one iota. Still says the same thing. You see, if you back off the word because of experience, too many people are changing what they believe because of what they experienced. When if you'll hold fast to the word of God, it'll change what you experience. Hold fast to the Word of God. You see, you can't always overcome every situation that you face in life because other people's will is involved. You don't know what about brother so-and-so. He might have wanted to go on to glory and go on home. And besides that, he might have been in a coma and his family sitting around planning his funeral. That doesn't do a whole lot for your faith. And he's hearing all that in his spirit, see. See, we don't understand all these things. There's a lot of things we won't understand until we get to heaven. But one thing we know that God's word is true. And if we'll hold fast to it and do what the word says to do, see, our obligation is to use our faith to the limit. 
It's up to God what the results is. Don't ever back off the word of God because of some experience you've had. I mean, if another never got healed from now till the time Jesus returned, I'm going to lay hands on the sick because the Bible says to. I'm going to do it because the word says to do it. I'm not going to be scared off by some critic or by something that happens because God's word is truth. Now, here's a situation that the disciples faced. It looked as though it didn't work for them. And now, I don't know, but I'm going to speculate just a little bit here because you can't prove that this was true, but you can't prove it's not true. I imagine when Peter or John tried to cast this demon out while this guy probably fell to the ground. You see, one of the Gospels records that when Jesus commanded him to come out, he fell to the ground and began to wallow and to have a convulsion. That's probably what happened when Peter laid hands on him. And he said, hey, it didn't work, John, you tried. I've seen this happen in meetings. I was in a prayer group one time and they brought a lady forth that was possessed of a demon. And I laid hands on her, commanded him to come out, and she fell to the floor. As far as I was concerned and God was concerned, she's delivered. Then there were several people come up and started hollering over and commanding him to leave, and her eyes got big and the thing came right back. See, when you say something, let it stay said. You get moved by what you see and feel, and you'll miss God. You go looking for the spectacular, and you miss the supernatural. See? So here, Jesus didn't bother him, and you'll notice in the cases where Jesus delivered people, it didn't bother him what happened when he commanded the demon to come out. They came out. Very possibly, they just backed off of it when this happened. But now notice that it says here that the man said, I brought him to thy disciples, and they could not cure him. Now come on down to verse 19. Then came the disciples to Jesus' part and said, Why could not we cast him out? And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief. Now see, unbelief is caused by what you believe. If you're going to believe circumstances and situations rather than the Word of God, then you're going to back off a lot of things in life. Because Satan's job is to make it look like it's not working. You read the parable of the sower in Mark, the fourth chapter. It's very evident that it's Satan that comes to steal the Word. Five things that Jesus said he used to steal the Word from you. Affliction, persecution, deceitfulness, riches, lust of other things entering in, you see. Affliction. In other words, when you go to believing for healing, you probably get worse. I mean, I had a man in my service one time. He came in the prayer line, laid hands on him, prayed the prayer of faith. He had a chronic back ailment. He said, for 20 minutes after you laid hands on me, I hurt worse. Immediately, he hurt worse. The pain grew worse. Trying to get him to back off the words, he but you see, he had learned to hold fast to his faith. He said, no, thank God they laid hands on me in the name of Jesus. I believe I've received my healing. Before the service was over, he was totally delivered and never had another problem with it, back problem. See, he wasn't moved by circumstances. He didn't back off of it. He held fast to it. Thank you for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Now, before we leave the broadcast, all this week we're offering CD offer number 7235. It's called Manifestations of the Spirit. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. Manifestations of the Spirit. In 1 Corinthians 12, the Apostle Paul says, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. 
Well, if God didn't want us to be ignorant, and Paul didn't want us to be ignorant concerning spiritual gifts, we shouldn't be. And he comes on down and he says in verse 7, But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. And there are different manifestations of the Spirit. We don't have time to go into that. But it's to profit with all. Now, the problem is that many people think, well, that's just concerning spiritual things. But, you know, over the last 30 to 40 years, I suppose I've had as much or maybe more manifestations of the Spirit concerning daily decisions that I made and got a word from the Lord concerning that, a word of wisdom, a word of knowledge, and it has worked in my life. I remember one incident. I started up a dozer. I was building a road, and I heard my spirit said, get the chainsaw. And I argued with my spirit. I said, oh, no, I don't need a chainsaw. I've got this dozer. I'll just push whatever I want out of the way. Well, I went right on down there, tracked about a quarter of a mile down the hill, and pushed a huge tree down that was in a creek. And the root wad was so big that when it fell, and that tree was 100 feet tall, it raised the dozer completely off the ground, everything except the drawbar on the back. And it was just sitting there with the tracks turning. That was a manifestation of the Spirit, and I overrode it. You need to learn how to hear the voice of the Spirit of God. That's CD offer number 7235, Manifestations of the Spirit, for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. We have a toll-free order line, one 396 9400 Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call one 396 9400 or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.